All right, well, let's try this again. Last time you couldn't hear me. And, you know, that's how things go sometimes when we're implementing new technology and trying to get things moving and grooving, uh, you know, all this new stuff you have to do with video and church and communication. You know, I didn't go to school to learn how to be a video producer and people helping us out with all the podcasts and everything didn't didn't go necessarily go to school to help uh, to help us do this in church. So it's a whole new way of learning and, and a whole new learning curve uh, to kind of get things going. So again, if you're joining us live, and I hope that you are, I hope you stuck around for take two of our daily dose of grace. Um, but uh, we'd love to uh, hear from you. We'd love to see a comment. Let us know that you're online, chat with us. Uh, let us know what's going on in your life. And today uh, we want to talk about, or I want to talk about specifically, this idea of a prophetic mandate. And again, uh, as I said before, don't mind the deer head behind me. I'm not growing horns. It just uh, happens to be something that uh, that died in our backyard. And, and as after the raccoons and the worms ate it, well, it left this beautiful, atypical uh, skull that we were able to, I was able to put in my office and mount on the wall. So uh, it's kind of a kind of a neat, uh, neat little thing that God dropped in our lap there. Uh, but anyway. We want to get into uh, a little bit of what we're going to talk today, talk about today, uh, with the idea of a prophetic mandate. You know, the church has always had a prophetic mandate. We, as a church globally, have always been called to something more than ourselves, something bigger than just the the church in general. We've been called to make waves in our culture. We've been called uh, to make a change and to stand up for what is righteous and to stand up for what is holy and just. So we've been called in all these different areas uh, to to do something thing that benefits our community. And in that, in that prophetic mandate, we've moved the world forward. We've moved the world forward with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, our church is no different. Our church in Grace Family Church is no different. We have a prophetic mandate that we're going after. Listen, Lori and I uh, were called to called to plant this church, Grace Family Church here in Davenport, Iowa. We left a city, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, with three professional sports team teams for a city with zero. And let me help you out. Like any guy, I'm all into sports. I'll tell you what, man, I, the baseball season was a great season in Pittsburgh. Uh, the hockey season was an amazing season in Pittsburgh. I literally was at the last game for the Penguins in uh, the old Igloo and in the new, the the uh, first game in the new stadium in the console energy center. It was an amazing, amazing time to be around the sport of hockey. And man, they were killing it at that point. And they're still doing real well. We love the, love the Penguins. And then, man, we had the opportunity to go to a literal a playoff game for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we were on like the eight yard line. We're like four rows back. I mean, it was, it was everything that you dream of when you go to a playoff game. And Lori's uh, pregnant with Nash and we're freezing. It's like five below zero, but man, we're, we're cheering on the Pittsburgh Steelers and God called us out of all that fun and excitement. So why don't you come back to the Midwest? Oh, Jesus, there better be a reason for that. And it better be bigger than just, uh, you know, a couple people in the back of a YMCA saying, whoa, look at that. My phone turned on all on its own. Anyway. Oh, man. So I'm glad everybody's got sound. I'm glad everybody can hear me. And again, if you have any any comments or questions, go ahead and, and type those in. But the reason I, I give you the backstory is I want to talk about the prophetic mandate. So God called us here. And when he called us here, uh, the church in the Quad Cities was marked at the 27th least churched cities in the in in the country. So we were the area of the world or or of the the Americas, the United States where we were the 27th least churched cities 
in America, according to Barna. Now we've grown up that ladder. We've actually moved up to space number 15, which isn't, isn't bragging rights. We've moved up to the 15th most post-Christian cities in America. So meaning that not only do people not go to church, like what was happening before, and there wasn't enough churches to service the quad cities. Now we're at a place where people are so post-Christian, they don't see the Bible as the authoritative word of God. They don't recognize the sacraments. There's something they need to be, to be involved in and invested with. They don't recognize that in their life, that the ch church, the vessel, literally for all the religious and answers to life's questions that we need. In fact, people are reaching far beyond the church to try to find answers uh, to some of their questions. And unfortunately, uh, when those people are reaching beyond the church, they're actually finding answers that really don't suit them. And so we have a prophetic mandate to to really minister to, to connect with, to help our culture see what it is to live a lifestyle that's sold out to Jesus and that will really represents all the benefits of heaven here on earth. And I think because we have this prophetic mandate, I think many of us just come to church and we're ready for, for our turn. We're ready to get what God's promised us. Well, let me help you out. God's never going to just download on you what's yours if we're not considering and thinking about reaching out and affecting the world around us with the mandate that he's given us. Now, when you hook up with a local church, you hook up with the mission, the vision, and the mandate that God's called them to. And so today, I actually want to share with you a video, uh, a portion of a video from a conference that Lori and I were at. Now, some of you know Dr. Jesse Duplantis is planning on visiting us uh, here November 15th at the church. November 15th at 10 a.m. in our 10 a.m. service, uh, we will have Dr. Duplantis with us, and we're very, very excited about that. But more than that, you know, Dr. Duplantis has been a mentor in our life. He's been someone that we can lean on his teaching. He's been someone that we he has invested in us, especially when we worked uh, for the ministry there, uh, but he's invested in us in a way that helped us grow and develop and become who God's called us to be. And when we were at this conference a few uh, a few weeks ago in New Orleans, uh, God singled us out. And, and I think the prophetic word that he gave, while Dr. Duplantis talks to me specifically, I believe he's talking to our church as well. Uh, a re-upping of the prophetic mandate uh, that we have for these quad cities. So I'm going to go ahead and play that. I want you to take a listen and really, really think about where God's calling you, where God's calling you to be a part of a church that's moving and changing lives. Leaders have to lead people. So that's going to happen tomorrow, tomorrow night, and your rank will be lifted up. One more thing, Nathan, lift your hands up. You've done the right thing at the right time. So many are watching you. But I'm watching you, Nathan. I place that in your heart. It makes no difference what they say. But it makes every difference what I say. I'm going to bring such joy in your heart. And some are even saying now, it can't happen but they'll be override by the vision that I've placed in your life. So you be of good cheer. You're building something that everybody said you couldn't do at that place. But not only will you finish it, people will want to build just like you do. And you're one of those that I'm changing the ranks because now you're able to handle what I want done and it will be done saith the Lord
Now, isn't that amazing? We here, when we planted this church, we're thinking about, okay, God, what have you called us to do? What have you really called us to do here in the Quad Cities? We want to make an impact. We want to make a dent that is noticeable in our community. And we've been working through this process for a few years now. For those of you that are connected with the church, you know it's been seven years. So seven years, man, we've been working through and pulling through this process. And here we come to this conference and God speaks to Dr. Duplantis. And, and part of the video that you didn't hear was he said that the Holy Spirit told him that God was going to move people up in the ranks in as far as Christianity is concerned and in their local areas and around the world, and that God is going to bring them up because we need new leadership, because we actually need people to step into leadership. And coronavirus, if it's taught us nothing, has taught us that we have a vacuum of leadership around the world. And specifically in churches, we have seen people give up so many rights and privileges and personal liberties because the government said so. Listen, the government's authority authority stops at the door of our church. After that, it's it's all up to God. It's all up to the Holy Spirit. It's all up to Jesus about how we run this ministry in this church. And we will not bend to government. Now, we're going to do the right thing. We're going to do our best to be good citizens. We're going to do our best to not get people sick. We're going to do our best to create a safe and warm and welcoming environment. But ultimately, it's not the government that tells us what to do. And Dr. Duplantis was recognizing that in his spirit. The Holy Spirit said, listen, there are folks who forfeited their leadership, and there are folks that are going to come rise up in the ranks because they've been determined to set a standard that's godly. And then you, you, you heard what he said, right? You build the right thing at the right place at the right time. That there are people that have said, these Quad Cities, man, they're tough, they're rough. I don't know if anything can, good can come out of there. But he gave us this prophetic mandate, keep building, keep building the way God said to keep building. And when you do that, the world will take notice for how you built what God's called you to build. Build. Listen, I can't do this on my own. There's no way I can fulfill a prophetic mandate from heaven on my own. I need people. I need folks in our church to join up, link arms, and to watch that prophetic word over and over that Dr. Duplantis gave. I'll post it later. But watch it over and over and over and understand that while he's speaking to the leadership, Lori and myself, He's speaking far beyond that to a church community that can have a godly impact here in the Quad Cities where people have said, listen, the land is desolate. Just get out and run. It's that broken down Midwest where there's nothing good, nothing exciting, nothing fun happening. But what if we become the centerpiece of where God is pouring out his spirit in the world? What if we become another one of those nucleus moments and areas where we see God just pouring himself out in our community? See, that's what we're going after. Now, it takes leadership, and Lori and I have taken on that burden of leadership. But more than that, it takes people to partner with the leadership to say, yes, I get it. I get the vision. I want to see it happen too, Pastor. See, the reality is we could sit by ourselves, sit on our lonesome and think, well, God, when are you going to bring the right people along? No, God's already got the right people in place. He's already got them there connected, ready to rock and roll. And I'll tell you what, we just, we just need to start moving forward with our mandate. Listen, the coronavirus, we don't know how long it's going to hang around. That doesn't diminish what we do. Listen, the, the, the social unrest, listen, there are issues in our, in our culture, in our society that need, need to be addressed and dealt with. That doesn't mean we stop and slow down what God's called us to do. There are financial burdens that come even as life slows down in certain areas. And I thank God the economy is starting to pick back up and God's going to make millionaires through this transition. Trust me, you should be hopeful and thanking him that he'll give you the opportunity to be one of those that comes out ahead of this. But there are real 
economic pressures that come when we have a downturn in the economy, but that doesn't mean we stop doing what God's called us to do. And thank God this church has been preserved through it all. We've had some of the best. In fact, we had one of the best months we've ever had in the history of the church when we were doing nothing but digital. Best month viewership-wise and one of the best months we've ever had financially. So God can turn up all the goodness and the good nature of his blessings in your life, even in a downturn economically, even in during a pandemic. But it's because we're focused on the prophetic mandate that God's called us to. Listen, again, Dr. Duplantis did not prophesy that just to Lori and I. That's to our church and our community. Sure, God works through leaders, and we're a vital part of that. In fact, I guarantee you we're an, we're an inexhaustible part of that prophetic mandate. However, we know that God chooses and calls others to partner with us. And so for those of you that are listening that are part of the church, God's called you to partner with us, so we want to see this mandate go forward. We want to keep building and keep building and keep building because that's what God's called us to do. For those of you that are listening that maybe you're not part of Grace Family Church, directly well, understand that there are churches in the Quad Cities who are determined to move forward. We are determined to see lives changed. We are determined to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. There are churches in the Quad Cities who are not going to turn out the lights just because the government said so. We're not going to turn off our voice and diminish our voice and our influence just because someone said, eh, we're not sure. Listen, there was a mandate in California that said you can't sing in church. And now there's a study on the backside of that mandate that says, well, singing in church and singing in general is no more dangerous than talking. So what are we talking about? Why, why would we limit singing in church? Well, we know the reason. It's just to diminish the voice of the church. It's just an assault on our First Amendment rights. We need to get a backbone as a church and recognize, listen, there are people out there that don't want to see the church prosper. They don't want to see us fulfill what God's called us to. Guess what? They don't have they don't have that authority. They don't have that voice in the life of the church. Now, if you're a part of a community or you're one of the leadership that decided to just crumble under the weight of government authority, let me ask you a question. When are you going to get a backbone? When are you going to decide to actually just straighten up, stiffen up and say, you know what? I, I got I to gotta say, God's called me to more than this. If I'm going to prosper, if I'm going to thrive, if I'm going to push through COVID, I have to recognize that, sure, we will do everything within our power to keep our people safe. We'll do everything within our power to keep people secure in our church services. But the authority of the government stops at that door. Our prophetic mandate is so much bigger than just this moment in history, and we need to get our heads around it because it's not going to last forever. Let me help you out. Someday soon, whether you believe it's in the next few weeks or whether you believe it's in the next few months or in the next few years, it will be someday soon, someday soon, this this virus is going to be gone. We will deal with some of these social issues in our in our culture. We will right some of these wrongs, and the church will still need to move forward. In fact, the church should be one of the arms that helps move forward some of these issues. But you can't do it hunkered in your basement. You can't do it afraid that around every corner, you're going to catch COVID or that there's going to be some issue that you have to deal with that you're not sure of and you can't fix on your own power. Listen, that's what the Holy Spirit's for. So hopefully you understand that today, as we're talking through this idea of a prophetic mandate, we have, we have a vision, we have a purpose, we have a goal. It's prophesied from heaven itself that we need to keep building and moving and moving this ship forward. We're going to do it at 
all cost. I don't care how much it costs financially. I don't care how much it costs of me. And if I exhaust myself and work myself half to death, listen, I tell Lori all the time, I'm tired, but guess what? I can sleep when I'm dead. We got a job to do and we need to get it done. So I want to encourage you guys today, whatever God's put on your heart, whatever prophetic mandate he's put on you, make sure you don't lose sight of it. Put that word in front of you. Put that word of prophecy in front of you. Put it in your ears. Hear it. Listen to it. Mill over it. And know, and know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God will help you accomplish it. And if you're part of Grace Family Church, rewind this thing. Get back to that prophetic word that Dr. Duplantis gave to us in that conference in the visionary conference this year, get back to that, listen to it, write it out if you need to, but pray with us. What's your part in helping us move forward, move this ball forward? So those studies in Barna are no longer true, that we're no longer the 15th most post-Christian city in America, that we can move that ball forward and recognize that we are making Jesus known in these quad cities like never before. Man, we love you. We're excited for everything that God's doing in the life of the church. If you have any questions or comments, go ahead and, and put them in the in the chat and share this with some of your friends and family. But we're, we're really excited for what God's doing in this season. And even though it looks like nothing's going right, we know that God is on our side. We know that the Holy Spirit is behind us. We know that the voice of Jesus that literally speaks through us is what can change our culture and change our community. It's what brings healing to the brokenhearted. It's what brings healing to those who are physically hurting. It's what brings prosperity when we have come to our end and we have nothing more to give. What God brings through his son, Jesus Christ, fixes and finishes all. Amen. All right, man, we need to get busy on this prophetic mandate. Well, we will see you guys tomorrow. And I'm going to try to do these again every day like we were doing before. And we're also going to bring back uh, the grace between us with Lori and I as we discuss uh, different cultural topics of the day. So we're, we're getting back into the vibe. We had to put things on pause for a while. We had to deal with our church family. We had to deal with our, our family, family, our kids and homeschooling and all that fun stuff. So things are starting to go back a little bit to normal. So we're going to bring back some of this programming and we really want you guys to get get your hands around it uh, because we think it's going to be vital for the next stages of moving forward, our church and the voice of the gospel in our community. Amen. Well, we love you and we'll see you next time.